This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. James and Billy across the way. Bogish with your updates. Two hours left to play with. Ben Lieber covers the Minnesota Vikings. Analyst for the Minnesota Vikings. Former linebacker in the NFL will join us. Top of the third hour. Taz, we'll talk a little uh, Vikings football as that comes your way then. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. 4227. Attention hotline fans. Your number to call. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Taz and the Moose, at official Taz, at Mark Malusis. Make sure to download that podcast as well. Apple uh, Apple Podcast Radio.com. A couple ways you can go out there and download yes. that each and every day. As we kick off this hour, let's run around the National Football right, League, right, right. shall we? Yes, sir. The campgrounds. <laughs> Time to go camping, boys and girls. Who better to go sit around the campfire and spitball some football, eat some pork beans, brisket, and throw back some cold ones than with Taz and the Moose. It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. Uh, it's all you ever heard. Talking smack since the day they was born. It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. It's all you ever heard talking smack since the day they was born. What are you thinking, man? You're right. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Yes, yes. We moved on, huh? Right What's up? We moved on from No, this. I haven't yeah. moved on, but you I mean let's uh, let's you not know, let's not know. focus on the negative. It's a positive. it's a Friday. Oh, right? you know me. I'm I, uh, no, I understand that too. You, you know me. Please. Pork beans. Pork beans. Not pork and beans. No, pork beans. Pork beans. Right. And the pork beans. Come on, come on. Bushes make some great pork and beans. <laughs> Campbell's as pork well. Beans. Yeah. Yes, Campbell's as well. But you're right. Bush's does it. The pork and beans. Oh, yeah. They make very good Dude, pork. That can eat a whole can. A lot of different varieties, too. You feel like you're sitting around blazing saddles. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I do, but it does go great with a barbecue. Yeah, it, does, it really does. It. You yeah, got yeah. a little brisket, a yeah. little pulled pork. Well, I don't know about pulled pork, yeah. but I, I'm not your I'm not your brother-in-law. He's no. got the smoker oh, in his background. Smoker moose. I told right. you about it. He can smoke yeah. 80 pounds of beef. He can. He's ready. Right. I understand the that. Smoking king I don't of have Long that Island. set. Up. I don't have that set up in my. Uh, yeah, I don't. He's got a right. The fire department kitchen. isn't being called <laughs> when you're. 
when it's barbecue time. What's going on? What's oh, going oh, on? Dan's over? pulling some pork. Right, exactly. Smoking pork, Dan. Right, right. Big he's got Dan. he's got brisket in there for eighteen hours. My brother Dan. Dan, that's what he does, though. I, I know. Him. Eighteen I, hours. I understand. And when you come over the house, yeah. he tells you the whole breakdown. Of I'm it. sure he does. And he's it's riveting. He's it's just like, like a proud father. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> I get it. If I if I smoked <laughs> if I smoked a brisket for eighteen hours, Taz. And you come over, you are going to hear about the entire breakdown. And, you and it might take me 18 hours right, to go right. through that breakdown. But you, um, and you're an excellent cook. And remember in the past, you have brought some food for us, some leftovers. I did, I did. And we haven't received any food I know, I got to do that. I know, I got to so do that. Gonna, I gotta, you're a very good cook. I, gotta, I, gotta, I don't have a smoker. I, I'm jealous. I, that takes a lot of time. I give your brother-in-law a lot yeah, of he's, credit. he's got a passion. For yeah, that. that's Just awesome. like we have a passion for spitball and sports and eating pork beans. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go down to New Orleans. All right. Uh, Michael Thomas, the talented wide receiver, former Ohio State Buckeye <laughs> star, five-year, $100 million contract, $61 million guaranteed. His contract holdout uh, didn't last all that long. Uh, here he is saying, well, you know what? This isn't going to be it down in New Orleans. After I signed that deal, I told Nicky I'll be back to do a third deal. So, you know, it's just, it just the process. That was what, what time it was there. And, um, you know, now it's on to the next goal. Like, you know, it kind of something – you said you're you're now in the highest paid. Now you got to go earn it. So that's my biggest biggest thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to earn every every penny of it. Well, that's what you respect. See, there are guys you give contracts to Taz that you have to based on their talent, but you get a little concerned about motivation afterward. And there right. are numerous examples across all sports of guys that get paid, and then all of a sudden they're no longer the same player yeah. they once were. Right. Right. Uh, after the guy, I don't have that fear with Thomas. Thomas is an extremely hard worker. No doubt. He's physical. Takes great pride. Uh, he just uh, he he was severely underpaid, making one point one million dollars. Superseded where he was drafted. Is a, a top five or six receiver in the NFL. I think he's going to work his rear end off down in Orleans. Totally agree. Thomas screams there'll be no complacency. Just the, the, right. in his Good word. his performance and and just by what he say. Most most you know to the point you're making. Most guys uh, that are signing a big deal like that, they're not even going to say what he said. He just I. Feel he feels obligated to tell the fan base that and to let the media know, and obviously for for the owners of the team. Hey, look, you're paying me a lot of money, and you're not getting complacency from me. And I believe Michael Thomas. Yeah, I don't. I, I believe him as well. Here is uh, let's head out to Cleveland. How about John Dorsey, their general manager? This is courtesy of Sirius XM NFL Radio, talking about his love for his new wide receiver. Take a listen. He's everything what I thought he would be. Mm. When you hear and you go and you do your research, you talk to multiple people about who this guy is. You hear what passion he has, what a competitive guy he is, how much he loves the game of football, and just watch him go and practice, and then watch him, you know. With his God, teammates, and God, he truly likes being around the game of football. And then all of a sudden, you you know you put the uh, his physical abilities to stretch the field, and that even gets you more excited. So wow. I like everything that, as advertised with Odell Beckham. Well, I mean, imagine Holy if you're cow. Beckham and 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 like Dorsey with like a searing stare is just analyzing everything. You'd be Jeez. like, look at your teammate, and be like, is he staring at me still? But yeah. boy. He's, 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 he's looking at you. I got to tell you. I, I, why, I was a little awkward listening to him yeah, at the end it's, there. It's, 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 it's tough to. He loves him. Taz, I think. Listen, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do what you did, if you're the Cleveland Browns, I mean, if you're John Dorsey, you gotta you gotta love the player. But I mean, he's analyzing every single move. Yeah, I know. It's a little. It was for I mean, me a little awkward. Um, I have to tell you, it was. Yeah, he was like. He's great. I love him. He's unbelievable. He's fantastic. Oh, my God. See, and when he moves, the way he ties his cleats, oh, my God. Look at how he puts his mouthpiece in and takes his mouthpiece. Oh, the way he drinks his water is oh great. Ah, oh, please. Right. Mr. Dorsey. 
Okay, be a it's, man. It's Stop not too, more. It's not too much ice. It's the right amount of ice. <laughs> Dude, it was weird at the end there. I know it was. Out to Arizona go as we go. Here's rookie quarterback, first overall draft choice, Kyler Murray, talking about whether or not he's feeling the heat on his shoulders. Take a listen. I really don't feel it, honestly. You know, I see it on, um, you know, we're at we're at dinner and the TV's on and we'll all see it. But uh, other than that, I don't really pay too much attention to it. Um, like you said, I mean, I'm the favorite. Like, it's just, to me, that's just a, something that they have to do. Well, he's talking about feeling the pressure, Taz. I mean, listen, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, every, I think you have to feel a, a fair amount of pressure to perform. You're the number one overall pick. To right. be like, to be there, I mean, then it's almost like you have no human emotion. To be right. like, I don't, right. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. you know, the first overall draft choice, I, even as confident as Kyler Murray might be to think that you don't feel any kind of pressure right. to right. perform. I, I have to, when guys say that, that bothers me, regardless yeah. of sport. It's because remi- I, I think you have to feel they, some. They all do. Every athlete does. And we, look, we come on the air every day here. Okay, we're true bona fide professionals. Okay, we know this. And we feel pressure each time. Now, that doesn't mean we're sweating before the air. Like, you're not like, oh, Taz, I don't know if I can do this today. Come on, Mushy, I can't. I don't know if I can. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen. We go on the air, but there's always a little pressure. It's called performing. And if even if you're a pro athlete, you're performing. So there always is that little pressure to, to the, the whistle blows or, you know, the ball uh, kicked off or whatever. But I, 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 I think with him, with Kyler Murray, He's big for a young guy into what I told you earlier. I was saying about wrestling term, no sell. Like, he's not going to show you that he's Swagger Jones. Yes. Yeah, he's not going to show any kind of sweat. That's his thing. Honestly, he's a little annoying. So, like, for me, he is, Kyler Murray. I think he's going to probably, he's a good player, but he, he, he's a little obnoxious and a little annoying. And I saw him during his pro day. I told you this when he got interviewed. And he was on camera after it, and he came off a little bit annoying. So, you know, that's just my uh, my stance. Not a hot take. Well, just no, no. I I, and, and we discussed that at the time. Certainly, you know, confidence is not an issue for Kyler Murray. Right. Um, and the thing that rubbed me the wrong way would be kind of like the, the, the lack of respect angle for veteran players. Remember where he was talking about the Giants and didn't even reference Eli Manning? Yep. Talked about the I fact that he'd love that. to play for, with Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, he didn't exist. Right. Eli. So, you know, and, and, and that to me is a little a little strange. You're going to get more of that, my friend. Yeah. As no, this kid, I, kid's career evolves. He's, I think he's, he's going to be really good, though. I do, too. He's Baker Mayfield 2.0. On the mic with the attitude, and he'll both be good. He'll be a good player like Baker, but they're going to let you know about it and be obnoxious. I guess that's what they're doing in Sunderland. Yeah. Know. Well, uh, listen, win a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, if you win a Heisman Trophy and you're able to do what he's able to do and be a number one overall pick at his size, Taz, think about 20 years ago. No one would ever have drafted a five nine, five ten quarterback no. with the number one overall pick. I mean, think about how the game has changed. You want to talk about what's getting annoying now? Here's Le'Veon Bell talking about fantasy football. Cut oh. seven. Take a listen. I was thinking about it, and, I, and, I, and when I was thinking about it, I realized I never apologized for it, you know. Oh, um, just because the fact that, you know, I don't regret, um, obviously, sitting out last year. But Speaking of me, I drafted I, I, The only thing is, I <laughs> wish I could told fantasy owners some type of way, like, I'm not playing this year, you know. Um, so they wouldn't have picked me and things like that. But um, that's the only thing I really apologize for, because a lot of people picked me not even knowing if I was coming back and things yeah, like thank that. Thank you. Um, but that's what I was really sorry about, not because I sat out, you know, but I'm sorry about um, not be able to kind of communicate with the fantasy owners that I'm oh, not playing, you know. A so a lot of people feel like they wasted their money and things like that. Well, they and did. That's why I apologize. Yeah. So I'm sorry again. Left <laughs> <line>. <laughs> I mean, lots of money was First. lost. They drafted you. They thought yep. you'd be coming back. Your Steeler teammates thought you were yeah. coming back, Jeez. and then you decided to hop on your ski do and and surf around down there in ski-doo. South Beach. Oh my god.
That's funny. I mean, that's uh, uh, here. Uh, I can't. Skeeter, God, I'm sorry. Well, I, I'd but, expect to say Skeeter. Yeah, that's well, here's the, here's the one thing, Taz. Oh, I'll say great. is that I, enough with the fantasy. Yeah, right? enough, enough with, with the apologies, apologies about fantasy football. Stop. But I, it, right, number one is it does. I'm not. I'm not going to apologize for holding off and and screwing over the Steeler fans holding out. Right. Yeah. You, but for the guy out there, you know. Uh, you know, for for Mark Malusis, uh, who, who Mark the computers Malusis. picked him fourth overall. I'm sorry for you that you wasted over. Basically, I uh, I harpooned your season before it even began. <laughs> for He's the guy and gal out there, in Des Moines and <sighs> Lincoln, Nebraska, Texas, yeah, yeah. Louisiana, California, where you, you, you threw right, you threw <laughs> down a hundred or two hundred or fifty or twenty-five bucks, or you bet dinner, and you ended up with me. I apologize to you. I mean, you, you know what probably happened, and he is being disingenuous, but he's probably also being sarcastic. I bet you on social media, he had a lot of guys and girls that play fantasy football, like you're saying, putting money stuff, put money on it, yeah, and probably pissed off at him, and that's, he's think, probably getting a lot of anger. On right, him. you can't. It is very next to impossible. I know it's a long season, but it is hard to recover. You draft a guy four third overall, you know that high of a selection. That guy's got to be a staple. You know, that, to your fantasy team. That guy can't be out the entire year. That guy, <sighs> wow. guy's out the entire year. You're between a rock and a hard place. Now yeah. you know why I'm not all that fired up and joining Taz and the Moose year two fantasy football. I know. You made that statement months ago <laughs> that months you are ago. not going to partake. Uh, but, you know, as you mentioned, I think you mentioned. Closer and closer well, well, as you mentioned yeah. uh, yesterday about the Taz and the Moose Fantasy Football League, Remember Pete the Body? You had some, he's the he was last year the, the commission the com, and the and the commissioner. Yes, and you had some interesting comments about him. Well, yeah, he likes to rip you off. All right. So yes. I like both sides. He, there you right. go. Not just that, but like you know, I was out of it last year. Here's the other thing: like Pete Gas, uh, oh. who's listening right Another now. Another sketchy sure. guy. Well, no, yeah. Pete Gas. He, he calls me up. He's like, "Well, you're not going anywhere." Basically, this I remember <laughs> where I was sitting, SNY Newsroom. I like to acquire this guy, and then I make the trade. And then he's talking smack about me, about that trade to you, yeah, he about did. how he ripped me off. That's exactly what I he go, yep. wait a That's second it. here. Yes. That's Pete. I, I did Pete you a favor. I did you a favor, I'm, and then you're talking trash to yeah. Taz about me, about yep. how you won the trade, and that's yep. why I'm sour. That's it. My team had basically two wins up until that point. It <laughs> yeah, was yeah. over. Well, your team sucked. Well, you decided to teach a class during the draft. Remember that? No, 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 no. Professor that's Jones. Not, that's not true. Yeah. That, yeah. That's no, no, no. You, now you are. It, that's that, not going down. That, no, my friend. Now you're trying to change history. I was signed up to do that class. I own a college professor, yeah, right? Professor uh, Emeritus. Um, <laughs> and uh, Baseglia couldn't do the draft one. Did the draft on the night I had a class? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was did. already signed up because he didn't couldn't do it the night before because it was his wife's birthday or right. their anniversary or something. Your new gimmick should be Professor Vegas. <laughs> Like Mike Tenay used to have. He don't have it anymore. I enjoy flavor. With no, but meat. that's Mike Tenay. Isn't he Professor Vegas? No more. He was, and now he's out. What is he he kind of disappeared. I you don't told know where him. he is? Yeah, he had a cool open. Uh, he used to be on my podcast. That's a cool. Listen to this. Now, Professor Vegas takes his weekly trip to Fantasy Island. That's a nice open. This is, yeah, well, we had some cool stuff back there. So maybe this is your new open. No, I'm not going to steal that. That's already been used. <laughs> It was. It's my original IP. It's yeah. on my show, so now you can well, have no, it. Well, no, maybe I, should I reach out to today Listen and see to, if it's okay great, if I could use his open? This bed goes forever. Yeah, uh, You can't reach him, bro. I can't reach him. You I don't know what's going was... on, but my, I did get it. Uh, he he just fell off the 
face of social media. And when that happens, that means you're that, gone. Well, hopefully he's all right. Now, he's okay, I think, because we were all, a bunch of wrestlers were doing that big convention, remember, a couple months yeah. ago out in Vegas. Was he there? No, no, because this is what happened. A lot of people, not just me, have friends of from the wrestling business, contacted Mike because Mike lives in Vegas. And he, t- you know, he, I texted him, Mike, I'm looking forward to seeing you, man. I'll go out, we'll get a cigar, I'll buy a few beers, we'll hang out. Well, he's more of a, a gin and tonic guy, oh. and he'll drink a lot of them. Mm. But anyway, uh, and he replied, but uh, I'll be out of town. Okay. That's what he's, uh, I said, okay, no problem, Mike. And that was it. And that just I, ended the conversation. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, well, so enjoy. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I got to go up to New, uh, New England, uh, my granddaughter, graduation. Oh, that's nice. But the, the, no exclamation point, no sorry, I'm going to miss you. Then I saw a few people out Very in Vegas, cold. wrestling people, yeah, that know him, know him better than me. And like, yeah, they just said he's not going to be in town. Like, oh. Cole Jones. Like, I don't know what happened. Hopefully he's all right. One yeah. of my better friends. I, I, I don't I have many moves. No, today's a good guy. And he's a good man. Hopefully he is he's a good all right. Man. I think he's okay. He's just, I think he's, yeah, I don't know. Ticked off? Yeah. Bothered? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Well, then what, what is he going to do once he hears that you took his open? I'm not taking this open. He's Professor Vegas. No, but you you would be perfect as perfect, pre- Professor Vegas 2. I'm like, here's Professor Vegas 2. 2. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Now, Professor Vegas 2. His weekly trip to Fantasy Island. 2. 2. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be two or two point oh? What would you rather be? Two. I don't like two. <laughs> Here's Professor <laughs> Vegas two. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I still don't know how his podcast on game on sports betting. That was a few years ago, as oh, you know. And that was ahead of the curve. I can't now remember. Taken were, off. were you now supposed everyone. to be a guest or you weren't a guest he on He was his? a guest on our fantasy football show. That I remember. He yeah, never were a guest Scotty on Grambling. his. I was never a guest on his. Who are you, Scotty Grambling? Scott Grambling. What's he he's, Come on. He's, he does... He's uh, come on our show? I think so. All right. Did he come on? Hello. He uh, comes on my Sunday football show with Deal. I don't do that. I'm not Deal. I know you're not Deal. I'm not a 6'6 six, six offensive no, lineman. No, I thought he's come on before. I thought he's come on before. I could be wrong. I thought the last football season he came on at one point in time I'm to wrong. talk a little fantasy. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be messing well, up. Well, a lot of, a lot of... He's a know. good guy, though. He does... Uh, uh, DR Sports Forum he used to. Oh yeah. Yes, DR Sports Forum gambling stuff. Yeah. It's me next year, right there, bro. So that's my new well, car. back to the vehicles. Can I cost? Taz rolling through vehicles. So what do you think I should buy? Go, Taz. Whatever, whatever your heart's doing. Hellcat Jones. Oh, you're not oh, buying that. Yeah. There's no way. Your your wife already you already told me she put the kibosh on that. That's not did. happening. She's gonna wreck that thing in the snow. That's gonna happen. That'll that car will happen in your dreams. Midlife crisis. That's yes, that's on. it, right. <laughs> I, I think I'm past midlife. What's midlife? What age is midlife crisis? Probably. You're not there yet. 60s. Oh, I'm I'm a young'un. 55, 60. Moose, I'm a young'un eating pork beans. Yes, you are. You're okay. Healthy as a horse. Oh, yeah. Out to Chicago we go. Here's Mitch Trubisky. Uh, year two under Matt Nagy's offense. Take a listen. It's all about, uh, like you said, just being smooth. And for me, mm-hmm. comfortability, just being within the offense. I mean, at first, uh, a year ago at this time, you're just worried about getting in the huddle and spitting out the new play calls, oh. speaking the new terminology and getting these uh, new play calls in uh, for the guys. And now um, I know the calls like the back of my hand. I know exactly what coach wants at each play. I understand the rhythm and timing of each play. So we're really just going out there and playing football and just able to go through all the details. And I'm able to tell the receivers uh, exactly what I want and what I'm seeing on each play. And uh, – just uh, I'm able to see what the defense has given us. And so 
it's it's more about like anticipating and, and staying ahead of the defense instead of reacting and uh, I think that just goes just being in the offense for a year um, learning and, and watching film from all last year and just keep getting better and better and obviously you get more comfortable the more reps you're in. Uh, and, and I'll tell you if you're a Bear fan you gotta like the early reports coming out of mini camp at a training camp I should say is that Trubisky looks a lot more comfortable in that offense and spoke to that there on Sirius XM NFL radio. Uh, year two under Matt Nagy's offense as compared to year one because uh, offense was very good. Disappointing way that your season came to an end last year. Home postseason loss to the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Folstaz yeah. and the field goal kicker and the change kickers and Cody Parkey and out. Uh, you need your you need your quarterback who showed flashes last year of brilliance to be consistently good. We know how good the quarterback position is. We know how athletic Mitch Trubisky is. It's great to hear that you know right now. He looks ahead of the looks a lot more comfortable throwing the ball well, understanding where he needs to go with the football. That's good news if you're a Bear fan. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm happy for this kid. I remember when he came out of UNC. You know, there was some hype on him, but a lot of people were not believers in him. They didn't think he was going to be, you know, a, a legitimate player or even play much. <clears throat> and I didn't, I didn't know what he was going to be, but I, I kind of felt bad for. Him. I remember that night at the draft, he was there, and and I'm just, I don't know, I'm just happy for the kid. I mean, he seems like a good kid. He works yeah. hard. He's a good player. I mean, so, and you're right. I think if you're a Bear fan, you're probably in a good spot right now thinking about uh, Trubisky as your guy. You yeah. Know? And uh, so there you have it. The campgrounds here on this Friday morning as we run around some of the interesting storylines going on in NFL training camps as they do continue. First preseason game in the books, a 14-10 victory uh, last night uh, by the Denver Broncos over the Atlanta Falcons. It's Hall of Fame weekend this weekend as well. So all those inductees that are going to go in, are you going to watch the ceremonies on Saturday, Taz? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you watch them? I do. I Will usually, you really? I do use, <clears throat> excuse me. I usually do watch them. I do. In this class I'm interested in. Yeah. I like, yeah, I do. I usually watch them. What guy, if you had to pick one of the guys that Gonzalez, you're, I, I don't know. Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. I'm not, I don't say I was a huge fan of, but he's, he's well-spoken. Yes. He, he was a great athlete. You know, he really, you know, he, and you know, when he came out of high, I know he was a really good football player, obviously a good football player and also a basketball player. And, um, and I, you know, Gonzalez is one guy, uh, what's his name? Also, uh, I'm interested. Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed, Ed Reed, yeah. Ed Reed another guy I was a big fan of his, uh, you know, played for the Hurricanes for Miami. Uh, really Great amazing, Miami. hard-hitting safety. Yeah, Miami, and then playing for the Ravens, obviously, all success. Him and Ray Lewis and all that stuff. So, yeah, those two two guys. What about you? Anybody that jumps out? Reed. Uh, yeah, Reed, Reed yeah. would have been yeah. at the top of my list. Um, and I want to see Gil Brandt. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. like Gil. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, still does stuff on Sirius XM NFL Radio. You also see him uh, all over the place. Uh, you know, he finally got kind of the the – the credit that he deserved late in life, obviously, Taz. Uh, I like hearing the old stories. Uh, That's why, you know, I kind of like hearing that kind of stuff. I thought, you know, years ago, Curtis Martin's speech, who you saw last night uh, in the stands, I think he was with his wife and and stuff. Um, You know, his speech was very, very motivational. So some of the speeches can drag on, but if you you get to it and move it along, and you never want to cut a guy off because it's an honor of a lifetime. But you know, it's you know they've got a platform here to kind of put out a message, talk about themselves, their life, their career, and everything like that. So no doubt. probably Ed Reed would be at the top of my list. Yep, it'll yep. be fun. Good weekend good. out yep. there in Canton, Ohio. If you've never made the pilgrimage out there to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Taz, um, it is uh, a great spot. My dad went there about a year and a half ago. Said I've never been out. There. He really he enjoyed loved, it. He loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Said when you walk into that room where they have all the busts, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, it's pretty cool. It looks small. Though. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I'm gonna it's try not... to go all the way to Canton for for three minutes. All right, gotta well, go he now. was going on a. He was, he was doing was, the whole thing. Yeah, not. He wasn't just 
didn't go there. It was kind of driving around him and his girlfriend. So they is went he, there. Do you like Cooperstown better? Because that's small I, town I think Jones. he enjoyed Cooperstown. Better. Yeah, I've been there. I know you've been there yeah, too. Yeah, Cooperstown better. He but better, it, but yeah. he did like the room in Canton, Ohio, where you have all the gold. Really? Where you have yeah, all the, the bus, bus, the bronze yeah, yeah. bus. Yeah. Can't wait um, to have our bus in the Marconi next oh, to us. It's gonna be great. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Though. Uh, you know, we'll have. Where's the Radio Hall of Fame? Do we know where that's at? We're not sure. I don't know. We'll find There's it so many, break. I mean, Boomer's going into the New York Radio Hall of Fame. Excuse me? Is Where's it really? the National Radio Hall of Fame? Wow, every day's, a, every day's a holiday when you're Boomer Esiason. Well, you, you got the emails. Everyone was congratulating him. You didn't get those emails? It was like one after another. Bro. Boom, 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 uh, boom. I have, Boomer's my friend. And uh, no, and I'm sitting here appalled, shocked, and awed. I did not it hand was the all initial the stack announcement, of Bibles. And then you, you pick... Who executive, said this? Why executive, did I get this executive. email? Where's Mikey B? This Where's, is his fault. Oh, Mikey's like, dude, please, I, I'm on vacation. I'm in Pittsburgh. Leave, leave me alone. Please. Dude, yeah. I, who sent the email? It's enough. I'm dealing with these promos. <laughs> <laughs> did Mr. Chernoff send this? I have no, I don't know where the original Did Boomer send it out? Hey, by the way, guys, I'm going in a New York radio hall No, it was not Boomer. He did not, he did not promote himself. Dang it! Jerry Reckles sent it out. Dukes, who? I don't. I I forget where the original. You email. know I thought, who did it? I don't. I swear. To, I swear to you, I do not. But he's going into the New York Hall of Fame. Well, congratulations, boy! Congratulations! I didn't know that. I got now. Got, I got to walk over there and tell those. He got right in line with everybody else. Well, this is a while back, so it's like oh, two and, and a half weeks ago. <laughs> Could you imagine? I go up to him and be like, I think it was like two, two and a half weeks Taz, ago. Yeah. Like I almost forgot I'm going in. Thanks, pal. No, no, not that. Then they had a nice picture of him. Well, everybody was touched nice. up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a model. <laughs> I told you, every day's a holiday when you're Boomer Esiason. Oh, life's great. Really me, I mean, it's sugar plums and oh, rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, yeah. anything. The world is, this is the one thing, the world is your oyster. Is Mike Francesco in that, in that Hall of Fame? I believe, yes. I believe so. Yeah. How about Russo? I think so, yeah. Think, uh, so basically, everybody in, but us. They might be in it as a team. Well, we can go in as a team. I don't mind sharing yeah. it with you. Um, All right. Yeah. I, 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 no, no. I was thinking about it. If, they, if they're in the Hall of Fame, I would go into the Hall of Fame with you as well. Yeah. Thank you. The tag team partners, extraordinaires. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> it's Taz. It's Moose. Come back. We'll talk a little bit about David Griffin showing a little, throwing a little shade at LeBron James. We'll get into that next. Taz and the Moose here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I'll tell you what happened, Moose. I go What's over to the, the studio next door to see Boomer Esiason to say congratulations. Yeah. I'm a little late to dance, but you're going to the New York Radio Hall of Fame. And, you know, Al Dukes is like his offensive lineman. I can't get through. Like, I can't get on the air to say congrats. Well, they're on the air. They were on the air during that segment, and so what? I wanted to bust whatever they were doing and just come in and say, hey, man. No, and Al Dukes is like, he didn't say no to me, but I didn't bl- I was kind of inching my way in. He's like, well, he's in the middle of a segment right now, Tess. I'm like, oh. Can't be doing that. Plus, it's like two and a half, three weeks old. Yeah, and I said to Al, why are you like not? Why are you not in? I, why are you not in, Al? He goes, I don't know why. I, he goes, I asked the people why I'm not in. The people who run it. How vain is Al Dukes? Like, God, Al Dukes. Well, it's the broadcaster's wing of the New York Radio Hall of Fame. Well, he does a 
Five minute show every day, right? Or six minute show? What is it? Well, no, 15. 15. Yeah, it's close. Stop. You're now, yeah. Wise guy Jones, right? Uh, yeah. Caught that, huh? Right, I did. <laughs> Al's great. No, I Al love does Al. a great job. Very funny. Good man. Good he personality. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, he really is. I'm sorry he couldn't get in the studio. Now, uh, I want to air time. I like being on the air here over there. Well, I'm a pro. I, pro. I, I, I apologize. Well, well, they were doing their thing. Well, we've had Boomer bar- Barge in this studio. Not in a while. Yeah. That's and true. then we were bothered by it afterward. You think that word got to him? Maybe. Everything, I mean, it spreads like wildfire around here. Well, this is, that's because of the guy sitting to your left. Well, you drop anything, you say anything anywhere, it's like all of a sudden, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I get phone calls from people in the afternoon saying, you really said this? I'm like, what? You're joking. No, I'm being serious. Dude, you serious? Yeah. Oh, don't say this to me. Come on, you're going to ruin my weekend. Dude, are you real? Are you kidding? People. I'm joking around. I'm joking Andrew, is he joking? Is he serious? I think he's I wouldn't, serious. I mean, I wouldn't know if somebody's calling him in the afternoon. No, it's I, definitely possible. I think he's being serious. He's just trying not to rob me up. But see, that's what he does. He drops like a little nugget. Yeah, sends you off into the weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. tizzy. He's like, no, I'm just joking, Taz. And he knows that'll sit in my brain all weekend. Right. That's called manipulation. Taz, enjoy vacation. Yeah, that's manipulation. <laughs> Manipulating man. I hope you're proud of yourself. How about your general manager, by the way? How about your GM? Brody Jones. The Mets Mets have won seven in a row. Yeah. Right? They're back in the wild card race in the National League. Uh-huh. We're back, baby. Uh, he decided not to trade Zach Wheeler. They mm-hmm. traded for uh, for uh, for Marcus Stroman for the Blue Jays. Right? They're beating up on on the Pirates Anybody's and the Chicago in front of us, White bro. Sox. Anybody? All right. the top teams. Oh, stop! You know, <laughs> and then he comes nope. out after talking to the media on Wednesday yesterday after a victory. You know, a nice ho hum. What was it? Four one victory in four Chicago. Nothing, four think. nothing. I think zero. Four nothing victory. Zero. Shut nothing victory Shut in Chicago against the, the White Sox. Starting pitches. Who might be see one of the worst offenses? Hey, Andrew, see how he did that. The guy is. Listen, no, I, I'm, listen no, it's are, good for me. I'm dude, happy. I'd rather talk about the Mets being this relevant. This guy here, SNY Jones. This guy knows every. Forget about sports as an expert. He New York sports even a triple expert. <laughs> and he's like, what was it? A four one? Yeah, yeah. Like he don't you know won the, score. the game. I mentioned that his Yankees just lost three of four to third place oh, Boston. Could only split with the Arizona, flexion. but the Mets are only feasting on the bad teams. Right, of course. Well, that's yeah. Yeah. You've gotten yourself back into it. I yeah. give you credit. Oh, yeah. You're alive but, and well. But, but, the Mets are but, alive and well. Drop the hammer. They've given me a ahead. little bit of a heartbeat. I, I don't disagree with you. Listen, it's good. It's good. <sighs> but do you need to have Brody hopping on Twitter, right? And you know, on his you know his his Apple iPhone. Yeah. Uh, putting together a, a little bit of a, a missive, like a steinbrenner ass missive. missive. Uh, back in the day when he used to send it out with Howard Rubenstein and Associates, his PR guy. And here is Brody yesterday. I want to thank you, the fans, for your relentless and continued support of the team this season. I wanted to update you, you, you on our... Hold on, start over. I'm okay. gonna, you need a little background music. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, sir. I want to thank you. This is depressing. No, I need some inspirational music. All right, all right. No, you're, yeah, I mean, no it, it, kinda, it is a little depressing. Yeah, no, I mean, that's no, like a that's like that, someone that, broke that, up with but, me. No, but it's 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 like it Taz. is a little depressing. I no longer. It's not you. It's me. It is a I'm little, no longer in love. You're right. It was <laughs> that, a little, that is. It was a little depressing. I mean, that it was, is. But it, it's yeah, I, yeah. It's dramatic too. But I, yeah, you're right. It was a little depressive. I mean, uh, depressing. The, the music. Um, you need a little upbeat. But I, not too upbeat, right? Because you no, don't want to No, not have... too upbeat, but I don't need a breakup letter Let's music. No, nah, oh. that's, that's just called Dead Jones. That, nah, is... that, that don't work. No, that doesn't work either. That's nah, basically that like, I'm getting ready to rage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ripping that TV off the wall now. 
Oh, by the way, uh, Andrew, did you hear uh, the new Professor Vegas open, my, uh, Mark Belusi? No, 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 hold on a second. Hold on, let him hear it. Now, Professor Vegas takes his weekly trip to Fantasy Island. He doesn't get the joke because he doesn't listen no, to the show. No, he's not listening. Right, so so Mike today. No, I, I, was, I, I, I was tripped up by the woman's voice. You know who that is. I know. That's why for don't a second I wasn't name. sure. Don't say her name. And then I had to listen so, intently. Okay. No, so back to the Brody thing. Here's now, Brody's statement. Can I read it or no? Uh... Yeah, I was trying to make the segment better, but yes, go go. For it. <laughs> Why you're, you're going through? You're going. We're not going to have easy, easy. What? We're, what show what people the bodies are buried easy. I'm, I'm not going to be easy. Relax. You just threw me under. I'm trying to make this segment better. <laughs> well, but not because of you. By going to Mike Tenay's open no, for the not, Taz show. No, not because of you. It's not because of you. It's not engage. Sorry, it's not because of you. <laughs> we dropping Star Trek. Hold on a Star second. Trek. How about this? No, that don't work either. All right, so no. What are we doing? <laughs> I could just read an update if you guys want. No, no, no. Just listen, to... relax. How about, oh, how about this? A little marching band. How about this? No, that doesn't work, right? You feeling that? Not really. Come one, come all. <laughs> here, 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 here. Right. You'd be good see at that. The, right. See Sorry, the three-eyed man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's funny. That was funny. The three-eyed man. So how about a little, we run a little... Uh, is Billy small enough to be a circus act? No? That's messed up. Oh, that's messed up. How about a little... That's a nasty statement. Jay-Z, little, little Brooklyn style, yeah. Brody right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, that, that's better than... Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Uh, I want to thank you, the fans, for your relentless and continued support of the team this season. I want to update you on our goals and mission following the trade deadline. Our focus at the deadline was the same as it has been these entire offseason. Every day as we go forward, we want to win now and win in the future. We wanted to improve a team for the rest of this year as we head to 2020. We were able to add Marcus Stroman, one of the best pitchers in baseball, and a guy who has New York roots. He is someone who thrives in big moments, craves yeah. the competition, <laughs> and wants to be a part of something great. Jason Vargas, a true pro, a great player. Thanks for and coming. It was a difficult choice to move him. Ooh. But bringing in Marcus gives us one of the best rotations in baseball. We had a lot of incoming calls on a number of our other players, but at the end of the day, we weren't going to move key pieces on our club unless we felt we would be better positioned moving forward. Wow. We are now the underdogs and chasing the pack. This team has had a really good chemistry and positive energy dating back to spring training, and we now have to overcome what oh we put God. ourselves up against. Things like the Magna Carta. In the last few weeks, our pitching staff has shown us what we know they are capable of. The team's performance has been great, and we do believe we are capable of playing this type of baseball moving forward. This group has shown resiliency and has earned the right to go out and play meaningful games in the next two months and I know they're excited to go and do that. Our organization, from ownership on down, is supportive and has given us the resources to go win. There, That's been our mission, and we don't see that changing. We're excited for the rest of this year and to keep this momentum going. And now we'll, Let's go we'll, we'll drop three. Go. Mets. Oh my God. Let's See, go, Mets. That's I got goosebumps. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what he should have did was he put a foot. This is the way it goes when you're a Mets fan. Andrew knows this. You do hashtag LGM. Right. That's what you do. Because when you do that, the little Met logo comes at the end. Oh, that's what he should have done. He should have, see, he and then he see, pinned it. He pinned his he tweet. Pin it. He, well, he pinned it. The thing was, by the way, on Twitter, 140 characters. That, my friends, was about 6,000 characters, but he did a, a like a, a 
an connected attachment. a document to it. Yeah. So yeah, he did. He, well, there you go. Sure did That's that. your leader. No, I wasn't happy about it. Come as, get us again. As a Met fan, it was annoying because he's putting a target on us. Just just keep winning and shut up. Well, I, here's the you one. Know? Here's the thing. We we often talk about. <coughs> and, Excuse me. And the thing that bothers me about this, listen, Brody, we know is yeah. is outspoken, right? And he's kind and of the company the salesman and everything like that. Right. Here's the thing that bothers me about it. It takes the focus off of what the focus should be on, the players. Yeah. Brody Van Wagenen, when they were losing, was he sending out any missives? No. no. I mean, he was, he was ducking. Great I word, mean, by the way. I mean, was Great he word. doing any of that? No. So no. now the Mets have won seven in a row. The pitchers are doing their job. They've got the lowest team ERA in baseball since the All-Star break. They're fielding, as right. you mentioned before yesterday. Rosario made three great defensive plays. One of them was uh, amazing. Uh, and was, uh, Alonso will pick at first base. Alonso I mean, actually caught they the are, ball. They're clicking on all cylinders, and in steps Brody Van Wagenen yeah. to grab some attention We're off his team play well. Yeah, no, baby. just let the team play well. That's what I'm saying. Ignore it. We don't need any inspirational statements. By the way, this song here, listen to a Yankee fan like you with your hot take. Um, listen to this song, and then Andrew threw in a little thing. Beat the Mets, even though he's a Mets fan. He knows it. But Yankee fans, I'm sorry, Met fans my age, in my realm. Yeah. When I was a kid growing up, Yankee fans used to sing this when I was a kid. Beat the Mets. Beat I like this. They used to say that. They used to say that. Being a board off at WFAM when they were really? with the Mets for a long time before they left for 710 WOR, and then uh, they're back on 880. Dude, this, used to play was, this all the time. This, pro- this song would have been probably better under your read for the Brody uh, Magna Carta that you did. Instead of Jay Z, uh, Brooklyn no, would go words. hard. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. He, well, right. It wasn't. It's, yeah, well, because. Let me ask you a question. You guys are big Mets fans. Yes. Way back when, when they were on the fan, what song, when the Mets cemented a win after the final out, what song was played to break, going into break on radio? Celebration. Cool in the game. <laughs> All right. Cool in the game. Am I right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Very nice. Well and, done. And Andrew's laughing. That was right. I nailed that. You nailed it. No, Good job. Just, the whole thing is funny. Though you want to hear something funnier? What's funny? No, I'll tell you what's that, even that funny. That was the song that Taz knew it right away that we're yelling celebration. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the, here's, I'm going to be honest with you. When right. you guys were doing that, I didn't listen once. How's that? Okay. And the thing is, I knew that because that song was so popular back in the day. And that song was played out a lot, as you know. Yeah. In sports. And that's how I knew. Because I know how radio people think because I'm a legend in the making in the game. Yeah, I think you heard it. <laughs> I swear, Moose. I, mean, I, 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 I would listen to the guys once in a while. But I was too busy, you know. What year was that? Give me the year. Give me the year. Give me well, the year. I mean, we're not talking about 1975, Taz. When you're driving around and listening to old disco. In my IROC. Yeah. We're, we're not, I mean, yeah. we're talking about what year? 2000? So I was doing a little something called debuting at Madison Square Garden. I'm sure. Garden, you know I'm, sure I, Taz, so, I'm sure. At some point in time, you heard the end of a Met game and you heard him play "Celebrate." I did, I did. well. I just. I, but I know how it was a popular think. song. Who picked the song? You, Mike? Or oh no, no, Chris, no. That who was it? no. Those were Met executives. The guys who were running the Mets. I, I didn't run Mets radio. I just was <laughs> board op during day games. All right. You but that's the song. Mets It'd be radio. like hit it, Celebration. hit cool in the gang. That's what they would say. Hit cool in the gang. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jeez, that's funny. That'd Get be cool fun. in the gang. Time it right. <laughs> um, we're going to be like, bogus. What's going on? Oh, man? hey. <laughs> uh, here we go, boys. As good as the Mets may be, the problem remains 
the L.A. Dodgers better than everybody a, else in I the National League. The pulse of radio. That was the song to play. Go ahead. Fly ball. Center oh, field. Margot going ball. back to the wall. He leaps, and it's a grand slam. Oh, home Charlie run. Steiner. Will Smith strikes. Again, Charlie Steiner, Dodgers Radio, Will Smith, rookie catcher. The Grand Slam put L.A. ahead for good. They beat the Padres 8-2. The Dodgers now 33 games over 500. Clayton Kershaw now ahead of Sandy Koufax on the franchise's strikeout list. Kershaw caged 5 over 6 last night, leaving him at 2,397 punch-outs. The Dodgers now have company in the 70-win club. The Astros, a 7-1 victory in Cleveland last night. Garrett Cole went 7. His ERA now 1.91 since his last loss. That was 13 starts ago on May 22nd. The Rays down the Red Sox 9-4 for a three-game sweep at Fenway. And the Cardinals blanked the Cubs 8-zip in St. Louis, again taking sole possession of first in the NL Central. Sorry for making you wait. The Hall of Fame game went to the Broncos last night. 14-10 over the Falcons in Canton. Atlanta had the lead in the fourth, but Matt Schaub's interception led to Brett Rippon's 15-yard TD pass to Jawan Winfrey with less than two minutes to go. That last play was just, uh, you know, really Jawan making a play and, you know, me just trying to give him a chance to, you know, go up and get one. Um, you know, it's really just a play where we look for our best one-on-one matchup and, uh, you know, I thought he did a great job. Neither Joe Flacco nor Matt Ryan played last night. Broncos head coach Vic Fangio on the sideline despite spending most of the day in a Cleveland-area hospital trying to pass a kidney stone at a oh, college God. football node. Longtime Virginia Tech defensive That's coordinator awful. Bud Foster retiring after this season. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. 855 212 Imagine that passing. Oh, God. Pain. Remember that, that Seinfeld one with Kramer had? Yes. Yeah. Very funny episode. Funny. Pain, blood. Oh. It's awful. You know what happens is what happens is uh, you, I know. you get crystallization I, yeah, of your. Yeah. Uh, That's. Oh, that's I've, I've, Gotta I've hydrate, known, son. That's I've, why. I know people that go through it, right? And I, I didn't know. It. I've never known anyone who's oh done it. Oh my god, that's painful. I've yeah, been. I've not gone through it. I know people who have. It's like the worst pain ever. Oh my god, I'm getting sick to my stomach right now. Are you? Because it just sounds like I don't mind pain, like, but that type of pain I can't deal with. Time right now to ask the pros. Happy where, Friday. Where you, the listener, get to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Uh, go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later on the show when we might answer your question. And it's all, uh, no, there we go. That's it. Oh, yeah. Taz Moose on a Friday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. Here on this Friday morning, we're going to chat to Ben Lieber, uh, former linebacker in the National Football League, uh, Minnesota Vikings, uh, color analyst, who's going to join us at the top of the hour. We're going to talk a little Viking football. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Minnesota Viking football, the purple people eaters. Back in the day, the defense was. They're not anymore, no. It's a shame, right? Uh, no. Defense, well, yeah. I mean, that 
No. Well, the well, that was, defense wasn't has been good. Was that the D-line back in the defense, day? Uh, it wasn't the yeah. whole defense, right? No, I thought it was the defensive line. I think, it, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Page and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were they were unbelievable. Getting great, after great the quarterback. Great. Oh, I mean, that was legendary. Yeah. I mean, plus one of the great, I mean, one of the great NFL nicknames of all time. <sighs> yeah, that, I mean, that's up there. It's obviously steel curtain defense. With the uh, Steelers, Doomsday well, Defense, with the Cowboys. What else you got? Uh, um, Monsters of the Midway. Oh, Chicago. They yeah. all, a lot of them had a... That's a good one. Jets. When I was a Jet fan, New York Sack, Sack Exchange. Exchange. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's just, the Giants never had a name. They had an amazing uh, defense. Did they, have... they were just good. No, they were just good. <laughs> yeah, they never really had a nickname. No. I mean, you want to think about overall nicknames. Hogs is a great one, too. I forgot you were a Redskins fan. Redskins. I kind well, of knew you were going to say that. No, no, that's, that's, good. that's a good one. It that's is a, a good le- one. When you, and, they, and then you had the fans in the they were that great. Was, at old RFK. Yeah, yeah. You had the four or five guys that were wearing the, the dresses. And, and the, the nose. And the nose. Pig face yeah, nose. pig face nose. That yeah. was great. They had some. That was Russ Grimm, Joe Jacoby. Uh, who am I missing? Who's, who's Jeff Bostick at center. I forgot about Right, Mark May. Mark May. Oh, right. He was great offense. Number 73 went yeah, to Pitt. Went to Pitt. Yeah, he was a great as player. He's been as a college uh, football analyst. He he's still doing the college well. football stuff? Yeah, I think he still is, yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know what? Jacoby and Grimm were great. They were. They were. Jacoby. And they had, remember they brought in, uh, this was older hogs, but they brought in uh, Jim Lachey from San Diego. I do remember Diego. that. But that that Lawrence Taylor used to eat up Jacoby, bro. Oh, he well, yeah, up. Redskins used to double team LT on every possible play. Still beat him. I know. Come Amazing. back. Donald Vikings. Ben Lieber will join us. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.